because in their mind they think it's going to be like the booming voice of god coming down and they're going to hear these right. words in their ears and i tell people for 99% of the people, that's not how their spirit guides or spirit speaks to them. Welcome to the Connectedness Podcast. Just as you might have guessed, I talk about connection in this podcast. Our connection with everything in the world around us. We're connected whether we see it or not. Whether it's your connection with your dog and your cat or your connection with your God. Also, I talk about things that are more abstract, like your connections with your career or your land, your community, your family, your emotions, your body. Life is truly all about connections. And the sooner we recognize this, the sooner we get to have an easier, more enjoyable life. I'm going to talk about these connections through different lenses, but things like synchronicities and coincidences or everyday little bits of magic or miracles that we tend to dismiss. It's important we pay attention to all of this to help us, like I said, live an easier, more satisfying life. So welcome to the show. I'm your host, Reverend Karen Cleveland. Hello, welcome back to the show. Today, I have an amazing guest, and she's perfect because I haven't talked about this topic on my podcast yet, but yet I work with them nearly every single day. So I'm super excited because the topic is spirit guides and some related information, spiritual information. I'm very excited to have our guest today. Let me introduce Deepa Liu. She's a sacred artist, spiritual success coach, mentor, interfaith minister, healer of consciousness, and co-founder of Magnify Your Miracles membership. She's been on the spiritual path for over 30 years and calls herself a Buddhist yogi. As a sacred artist, spiritual teacher, coach, and mentor, Deepa works with spiritual seekers, healers, creatives, highly sensitive women and heart-based entrepreneurs connecting them with their divine presence so you know your true heart's desire. Trust your intuition and you act on your purpose. She teaches you how to awaken your spiritual gifts and connect with your spirit guides so you can speed up your transformation and create a life you love rather than settle for just the little life that happens to you. Yeah, welcome to the show, Deepa. That's where I get stuck sometimes, the life that happens to you. But anyways, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. Oh, you are so welcome. So I'm super excited to dig into this. Why don't we start off with you telling us about how did the spiritual journey begin? Tell us a little bit about yourself, please. I, it began many, many years ago where I just was curious about spirituality and got involved in Buddhism. And then Yogananda kind of came tapping me on the shoulder and I started doing that. Uh, but then the big transformation happened was when I started to see, you know, all the oneness and became an interfaith minister and really started to work with my creativity. You know, I've, I've been this mystic for years, you know, wanting spiritual experiences, but I started to use creativity to create these sacred beings where they, you know, come as blessings. Um, and that's when kind of the floodgates opened up with my spiritual gifts and things like that, because I'm an empath. 
And so as an empath, typically what I find with most of my clients who are empaths and highly sensitive, that when I work with them, their intu intuition speaks to them through like their feeling nature, mm -hmm. their body. I don't know. Are you highly sensitive or, or yes. an empath? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, lots of times it speaks in the beginning that way. So when I was on the spiritual journey, I was not visual at all. You know, mm. like I wouldn't see anything when there was a guided meditation, right. you know, did my own meditations, wouldn't see a thing until I started creating art and started creating these divine souls. Then I started have, having visions. And so from there is when I started to have like this awakening of more gifts that, you know, I knew I was an empath, knew I knew how people felt, knew I had, you know, a sense to feel like what someone was feeling emotionally and yeah. connectedness, you know, with yeah with higher power but i didn't know i had this gift to work with the spirit guides until i started you know painting and uh, creating these spiritual beings that's fascinating that you weren't a visual person before that so you weren't doing art painting of any kind before you started your spiritual journey no in fact yeah i was a successful sales rep and was a financial person for a while always spiritual but, yeah. you know, in the closet, like kind of keeping it to myself and but very spiritual did, you know, practice every morning, every evening still do. But I, you know, kept it kind of in the background. And wow. then one day I realized I wanted to, you know, like step into being this spiritual teacher or coach for a better word, you know, where I help other people, because people would tell me how I would share things with them where they would go, wow, you know, that was really helpful. And I never thought of it that way. And wow, you could, you know, I'd, I'd love to learn more from you. And so that kind of made me go, oh, well, maybe I'm supposed to step into this, uh -huh. not just the business side of things and the, you know, cause I knew marketing and sales and all the, you know, all the practical things. Right. But right. were you hesitant to step into it? Oh, I was really afraid because I come from a very non-spiritual family mm -hmm. and I always felt like I never fit with my family. So, you know, me being successful as a sales rep and as a financial person fit the mold of what my family was right. for me to go, you know what, I'm going to abandon all that in the sense of, I don't want to do it anymore. And I want to go hundred percent on the spiritual realm Yeah, was scary for me because I just thought, what's my family going to think? Right. And have you been there? Yeah. Right. You know, you're like, Oh, what are they going to think? Are they going to be okay with this? Uh, because they just were not spiritual. They didn't practice anything. They didn't really believe anything. So right. you know, it, it was it's, scary for me. Yeah, it, it is. It is scary, isn't it? It's hard because you know that they just they want you to be safe. They want you to be taken care of, but they just don't understand the rest of it. All right. So let's talk a little bit about spirit guides. How does a person become aware of their spirit guides? Well, can I share a little bit about my story, how I became aware of yes. mine, and that might give some indication? Absolutely. What happened when I started doing the art, I had this desire to, you know, create these spiritual beings. And I started with Yogananda back there behind me. If anybody knows Yogananda, he was this great spiritual yogi that came from India. Well, I wanted to paint him with the power and energy of him where people felt blessed by his painting. And so I did that, finished them, and you know, co-artists came by and said, hey, Yogananda's in the house. So I was kind of like, oh, I think I did a pretty good job. But I put him up to dry, and a week later I went back to check him, 
and someone came up and said, uh, are you the person who painted Yogananda? And I said, oh, yes, I am. She said, oh, well, I just have to tell you, you know, when I look at this painting of him, I feel his power. I feel his blessings. I feel like, you know, he's blessing me. And I just was like, oh, thank you. But on the inside, I was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, it worked, it worked. Yeah. So it's... <laughs> started with this me following that little inkling of a desire that I had to do something spiritually. Uh -huh. And I kept doing that and then started to paint Our Lady of Guadalupe and a similar story happened. And then that's when I started to get visions in meditation. And I realized by me using my creativity, it, it opened up another avenue of me that I didn't know existed. So I'm really big on like working with my clients and other people with bringing in creativity that it actually will open up your spiritual gifts. So you actually have them start something creative. It may not be like the moment they start working with me, but at right. some point in the coaching program, they get guidance to start doing, you know, some creativity of some form if they're not doing it already, okay. especially if they're wanting to step into their gifts or connect with their guides, because we all have like a part of us that we kind of, shut down or are not open to and the creativity you know let's think about it when you do creativity what are you doing you're connecting with higher power that's mm -hmm. where all creativity comes from you know so i tell people that that's you know was the key to, to my awakening of me having visions and then as the visions came i realized that oh these visions are spirit guides that want to come in a physical form to bless people because one mm -hmm. of my things is I want to bless people. I want to bless my clients. I want to bless everybody that I you know, share things with. And so I started to paint them with this intention of everyone is created with a blessing. And they would come and they started giving me what that blessing was intuitively. Like here's the intuitive message from them. And wow. then one day they said to me, we want to work in your coaching practice. And I was like, all right. So let me let them come in my coaching practice. And they said, we want to help people get through their blocks because everybody has a block and a blind spot. And so now they actually zero in and know intuitively what you know is blocking someone, what's keeping them from stepping into that next level of growth they want or the dream or desire they have or the purpose. And they give guidance on what to do. And then wow. I give that practical coaching of how do you apply what was given. Right. So me following those little inklings of like a desire of oh i feel like i really want to you know create these and i'm supposed to create them as blessings as uh, i call them spirit guide portals because they're doorways to helping you connect with divine presence in different forms wow that's beautiful yeah. so yeah. if a person um is doing some kind of creative activity and they get information and maybe they're not working with you directly at the time do you do you have any advice for what they might do with that information? Well, when you say they get information, what do you mean? Like they get an intuitive download yes. or? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my biggest kind. yeah, recommendation is you have to act on it. Mm -hmm. What most people do is they, what happens is it comes in and they go, well, that seems crazy. I'm not going to do that. Or I don't even know I can do that. You know, that happened to me, but I act on it still. I got the download later as I worked with my spirit guide portals that I was to start offering a service where I could tune into someone's energy and see the spirit guide that was with there with them to help them manifest a purpose to overcome a challenge. 
And when that happened, when I got that download, I got the download to put it on my website. So I'm at a place in my life, I have been for several years, where where I follow divine guidance. So I'm like, okay, well, put it on my website. So I put it on my website, follow the divine guidance, but thought, tell anybody I wasn't told to tell people I was talking on my website. (laughs) So I did. And nobody did anything for, you know, I don't know, sat on there for over a year. Until one day I realized I was not completely out of the spiritual closet, that I was kind of hiding the fact about the spirit guides and everything a little bit. And so I just came out of the the spiritual closet in a business training. And lo and behold, 24 hours later, somebody out of the blue sends me an email saying, I was looking at your website that you do this thing called the spirit guide portal. I think I want one. Can we set up an appointment to talk about it? <laughs> and, and she wanted one and we did it. And the whole time I was scared whether or not I could do it. Mm. Oh, okay. But I did it anyway, because I thought, well, I'm following divine guidance. Worst case scenario is I got to give her her money back. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> All right. I assume you didn't give her her money back. No, what happened, that was an amazing story was the whole time, because what I do when I do the appointments is we have a first appointment on Zoom and I have the person state an intentional statement. I help that you get clear on what that statement is, intention, and you say it aloud. And then we meditate together for five or 10 minutes and I get a vision. And then I go away and I paint it and then come we have another appointment and I come back and show you your spirit guide and what the intuitive message was and how you know what they want you to do but at the time of that the first appointment the first time I did it the woman talked about mother Mary the whole time mother Mary mother Mary mother Mary mother Mary and I did not see mother Mary but I went away and painted what I saw and then on the second appointment I showed it to her and she looked at it I said here's your spirit guide and I showed her the the portal and she looked at it and a tear started to come out of her eye you know like little tears and I thought oh I think this is good but I was worried up till then like oh she's expecting mother Mary that's not what I saw you know (laughs) and when I did that she then she said oh I never told you this but I had an Akashic reading years ago that told me I was to work with a fairy and I had painted a fairy Mm. And then wow. I gave her the message and she was just like, that message was right on. It was so helpful. You know, and then I teach people how to, how do you work with the spirit guide portal? Yeah. Some I mean, people that's... just get that and they, you know, they work with more, you know, it depends with each person, but yeah, that's how I got to know that I could do it was acting on it. Even when I was scared. Right. So that's why I say for people who want to like start to trust their intuition or grow their spiritual gifts. You have to follow those little, like that still soft voice, those little inklings you get, even if you're scared. Yeah, Uh that's right. Thank you. And I love that she started with a fairy, I don't know how many years before you drew it for her. And and that's what happens sometimes when we ignore something, right? It comes back to us again. It's like, no, you got to do this, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's great. So I wanted to ask you about what if one of your clients says, but but I can't draw, I don't know how to paint, I don't want to do that. What what other creative outlets do you work with or do you have your clients work with? Well, I usually have them do some kind of painting or drawing only because 
there's this flow that comes with painting, you know, painting flows. It's, mm. it's, you know, it's not like knitting where you have to like knit each little, you know, you have to do knitting a certain way. And I tell people right. when I have them do creativity, I said, this is not about creating great art. This is about expression for you connecting with higher power, because what cultivates your spiritual gifts with creativity is doing it with spirit, with your higher power. See, that's what I was doing the whole time. I wasn't just like, you can use creativity and I think it's good to do it if you need healing done. Cause I'm, I'm really a believer in like in my work and you probably do this in your work is there's a healing component to it. Right. right? Yeah. But I tell people I'm not a therapist. So if you have major trauma, you yes. need to go to a therapist, but there's a healing component because there's a reason why you haven't taken an action on the thing that you desire on your dream on that purpose you have, because there's an emotional wound or belief that's holding you back. Mm. And we have to help you to, one, one, the spirit guides with when I work with them, uncover what that is. And then what do we need to do to help you reprogram your subconscious thinking that is actually ruling what you do in your life without you even knowing it? Because uh -huh. that's what's happening for most, you know, that being the, you know, the yeah. ministry that you are, you know. That, yeah, absolutely. So what would you say might weaken someone's connection with a spirit guide or, or make it stronger? And and is there a practice someone can do every day or every other day to to make it stronger? Um, well, one is acknowledging first that you have a spirit guide. Mm. You know, a lot of people are in the question of, do I have one or is that or is this real? I mean, honestly, I was that way years ago. Like, you know, people would talk about their guardian angel and I'd be like, yeah, sounds good, but I don't know that I have one. <laughs> you know, when I was in my 20s, you know, I was like, that sounds really good. I'd love right. to have one, but I don't know if I do. Yeah. Um, but it's really about how do you get open? So when I've taught my Connect to Your Spirit Guides class, the first thing I have people say is, I am open and willing to meet my spirit guide. Oh. Yeah, it really is an intention of like, I'm open and willing. Yes. Yeah. Because if you're like, I don't know, how likely is it you're going to recognize when they're speaking to you right right you're right intention and being open yeah because our spirit guides are actually communicating to us all the time it's just what happens for most people is they don't know how they're communicating to them so everybody's wired a little differently so i'm an empath and i work with with all kinds of people, but mostly empaths and highly sensitive people, because mm -hmm. I know exactly what's going on of what's what their intuition, how it's speaking to them, because it okay. comes through the feeling nature first for empaths and highly sensitive people. Okay, there's a rare person that's an empath that says, Oh, I'm visual and I get visions and I know what they mean, you know, right away that can come because it's happened for me. But that's usually like a second level. You know, mm -hmm. like, like you've been on the path for a while, as you're trying to learn how to use your intuition, you have to look at how am I wired? Because your spirit guides, spirit comes in the way that's more natural for you in the beginning. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't so in come, order to, go ahead. No, no, it just doesn't come to everyone the same way. Exactly. And everybody's looking it for the same way, or they're looking for it from like, maybe they have someone they admire and they go, I want it to happen that way. I want to be able to do that. And I'm looking, I'm going, but you're not wired for it to happen that way. Right. Yours is going to come to you a different way. Possibly you have to be open to 
How is it coming? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's about how, how do you raise people's level of awareness to start to recognize when their spirit guides are coming to them? Yeah. Yeah. You know, this mirrors um, amazingly when I used to teach classes for animal communication and how to communicate with an animal. So oddly enough, spirit guides are very different than animals, but some of the communication is the same and some of the way we receive information, it's different for everyone, you know, might be words, might be pictures, might be feelings, might be smells, could be anything. So it's, um, it's interesting. I've told people for a long time that my evolution at, in my spiritual life has mirrored and been, um, you know, enhanced by my animal communication because they both kind of work on each other. And anyway, it's, uh, it's all very interesting to hear how that, you know, you're, you're saying the same is true with our spirit guides and how we should be in connection or how we can be in connection with them and what we need to do and the, the intention. So you, uh, you mentioned purpose earlier. So can your spirit guides help you with, you know, finding your purpose or pursuing or meeting your purpose? Well, completely. I mean, in fact, I have found most of the people that have come to me who want their spirit guide, their own personal spirit guide portal, it's because they have a purpose they want to step into. And I've seen many of the spirit guides that are here to help people step into their purpose because we're all here on the planet for a reason. Yeah. We have, and I say purposes, you know, we all have purposes yeah. okay. you know, that it changes with evolution as you evolve. Right. Your purpose may evolve. It may even totally change. Yeah. When you're a mom, part of your purpose is to be the best mom for most moms, you know, and as that child leaves the nest, now your energy's freed up and it's time to now, what's this next purpose I'm supposed to step into? And yeah, that, exactly. you know, that what I like to call this your holy calling, because it's the, the purpose of what's going to help something in the world in some way. And mm -hmm. it might not be you go build wells in a country that doesn't have water. You know, it could be you invent the, like the washing machine. I talk about this a lot for people because I say, you know, that whoever invented the washing machine and I tried to look it up once and couldn't find who it was, <laughs> but that person who did it changed and transformed women's lives. True. Because True. back then women were like, what? Pushing on the washboard, you right. know? Exactly. Yeah. That's true. And, and probably didn't get a lot of recognition at the time. I love how you say it changes and it evolves because if I were to look at what I thought my purpose was 20 years ago, I didn't even have half the experiences I've had or, you know, or know what I know or learned connected anything that I've done. And yeah, I believe it's like, well, now I'm taking all those things and moving in a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, a lot of people ask me, well, why would I want to connect with my spirit guides? And I tell them, I said, they've made it really clear to me. The reason why they're here is to help speed up your transformation. Mm. That when we get caught in our own mire of our habits of how you know, we look at life, the habits of our thinking, the habits of our doing, we get caught in this kind of circle right. you know, that might be going up a little bit at a time. And your spirit guide is here to help you break through that little bit at a time and have that transformation faster. 
That's what all my portals do for people that I work with is they, you know, speed up their transformation by zeroing in. If the person's open and willing to do what the guide says, they have miraculous things happen. But yeah. you, know, you have to be open and willing to do what they say. And that's why I say, if you want to start connecting with your guides, you got to be open to actually connecting with them and you have that intention that I want to start to know my spirit guide. So you mentioned purposes changing. Do your spirit guides change or do you have the same spirit guides for life? Um, you have some that stick with you for life and you also have some that just drop in to help you. So if you have a challenge going on or you're a, a certain purpose that you're needing a specific kind of help, a spirit guide can come in to help you right there. Uh, and a spirit guide, a lot of times people think the term spirit guide, you know, is like the Native American. They're all going to be animals. And um, no, a spirit guide could be an angel, Mother Mary. Uh, you know, one of my clients had wings because she was ready to go to that next level. Her business was growing quite rapidly, but she hmm. really had the next level she wanted to step into bringing in the spiritual part because hers was in the, the business world. And she really wanted to like become an influencer of like helping people with how they viewed things and how they brought in their spirituality into their business. And wow. so, you know, and, and the wings were saying that they wanted her to remember that she was ready to fly mm -hmm. and to envision herself with those wings on. And so, and they gave her more guidance, which I'm not going to share, you know, but, but that was just the, the, um, the gist of like, you wouldn't think uh, wings would be a spirit guide, but they were for her because it was what she needed next. Interesting. But nice. sometimes they're animals, you know, for people. I've had animals show up, angels, um, all are kinds they, of different things. Are they ever people we've known before? Have they ever been on earth, do you suppose? Um, I have not had an actual person show up for any of my clients where I do their personal spirit guide portal. Okay. It's been... Well, when I say person, I mean like their grandfather or their right. grand, you know, or somebody like that. The, a mother Mary shows up. I've had uh, like an archangel show up for you know somebody that it got created and they were to work with that archangel. So if you call that a person, but not like somebody's grandmother or husband or you know that right. might be deceased. Nothing like that I've ever had. So okay, yeah. Yeah, I've I've sometimes wondered if it's someone that I might have known from another life or from another realm also. What what do you say about that? Like could we have known them before we came to earth? Uh, well, I think that, you know, when you think about the spiritual truths, you know, we're all connected, we're all one. So yes, in that sense we've known them. Uh, and I wouldn't say that everyone that I had shown up, did I feel like they knew them before? Okay. I would say that sometimes they show up and it feels like that woman, the first one I did where she was supposed to work with fairy. The amazing thing about that story is the woman brought a photo that the Akashic reader had given her mm -hmm. of the fairy she was supposed to work with. And the fairy I had worked with had the same flowing skirt, the exact same color. Wow. Like there were so many elements of it. So that fairy had been in her energy for a long time. She just wow. had not been working with it. Wow, that's pretty amazing. So yeah, so when you say the fairy has been in the energy and they're talking to us all the time and we're just not listening all the time. 
that's I know I know some people might feel like they don't know how how to hear them or how to connect with them but as you say it's about intention and saying that you're open and willing right any other tips for for connecting with them well the biggest one I would say is and I use this word too, but I have tried to come up with another word is when people say, I want to hear them mm. because in their mind, they think it's going to be like the booming voice of God coming down and they're going to hear these right. words in their ears. And I tell people for 99% of the people, that's not how their spirit guides or spirit speaks to them. It's mm -hmm. not in these booming words. It's like if you're an empath or highly sensitive, it can often come through your feeling nature. Okay. And you have to learn how to translate that feeling nature. It's one of the things I do with some of my clients is I teach them how to start to understand the language that's being spoken to them through their spirit guides, through spirit, because it's a unique language for each person. Right. So for me, like when I met my wife years ago, I could always find parking spots. Like we could go to the most crowded festival or, or event and, you know, packed cars everywhere. And I'd go, oh, go here, go he left, right. And she goes, and I'd find a spot. Oh, there's a spot. She goes, how do you do that? And I'd say, I can feel it. She goes, how do you feel? I go, well, it's hard to put into words to say how I feel, but I can sense where there's space and I can feel where it is. So I tell you to turn where I feel it. I'll go. Go now, okay, turn here, right, go down, uh, turn left here, and boom, there's a spot. And sometimes she'll say, where do you feel a spot now? You know, and I'll be like, there's nothing close by. You know, at that moment, I'm like, I'm not feeling anything. Yeah. So drive a little bit till I can feel something. And, and she'll drive, you know, or I say, we got to move because it's, there's nothing here, at least right now. There might be something in the next five, ten minutes, but there's nothing right now, you know. And so... That doesn't happen too often, but it does happen. Sometimes I'll say there's not a space I can feel at the moment where we are. Wow, that I I love that. So you're feeling the entire space. You're you're just feeling what's out there, where the emptiness is, and where you're going to be able to go. Right, and so that's you know that's the best way I could explain it to somebody. But if you're not an empath, that's really yeah. hard for you to understand what I'm talking about. And even someone who is, if they've been shutting themselves down because of their fears about taking on someone else's negative emotions, then they're not going to sense that space that, you know, and they won't be able to find, I'm not telling you that every empath can find parking spots. We each have different <laughs> gifts. Yeah. But, but they're not going to know how their intuition is speaking to them. You know? Yeah, exactly. And I think there are so many empaths that don't know they are. And so they don't know they have this capability and I was resistant for sure uh, until I heard someone talk one time and, and then I read her book and I thought, why have I been resisting this? It makes it so much easier if you accept it and then learn how to uh, you know, grow with it, learn how to work with it, but whatever you're, you know, you can do with it, whatever your gifts and skills are with it. So yeah. Do you I, I, which I don't know if you have an answer for this or not, but do you have any tips? So if there's someone out there listening that says I'm not an empath, but maybe they are any ways that you, you might have, they can recognize if they are, or if they're highly sensitive. 
Well, I mean, highly sensitive people usually know they are because everybody tells them you're too sensitive. <laughs> Stop being so sensitive. You know? Yeah, that's true. But as an empath, there's different things. It depends on how aware you are of your own energy, how it's going to show up. So I can give you some examples. One of the things that I see that happens to many empaths is that when they go out into the world and they meet people, they have people that they barely know telling them their life stories. Mm. Because those people can sense that you know what they're feeling and that you have like this kind of empathy or that you're not judging them. And so they just tell you everything. I've had this happen. My wife would go, why do people, I go, you know, for a long time I was like, I don't know. I be, it's been happening my whole life that people who I just meet will tell me all kinds of things that you think they'd keep private. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that can happen. Okay. The other thing is if your energy is weak or if you're codependent in any way, you can take on other people's energies. So you might get around someone who's negative and see your mood shift, or maybe you see yourself like almost like a chameleon where you get around some people who are a certain way and you kind of shift to there and then you get around other people and you see your, your personality shift to there. These are just some ways it can show up. If you're strong in your energy, you won't be a chameleon, mm -hmm. but you will have people coming and sharing their life story to you. Yeah. Uh, you know. Also, the other thing is as a empath, you can feel other people's emotions. Like I know what people are feeling emotionally, even if they don't tell me. Mm. Doesn't mean I ever say anything about it. Right. Doesn't mean I ever do anything, but I know it. Uh, one time when, like, let me give you a story that might help people. One time I was walking when I was in sales many years ago, before I even knew I was an empath. Yeah. I was walking down the hallway and I could feel in the cubicle, and these were high walls, I could not see anybody, okay? And I couldn't hear anything. I could feel that the person inside was upset. Mm. Okay, there was no visual or auditory right. thing that I could tell. But I knew her, so I stuck my head in and I said, hey, are you okay? And she had her back to me. And she turned around and she said, I'm not, but how do you know? I've just been <laughs> sitting here. I just got a phone call that was really upsetting to me. And I said, I just have this strange thing where I know what people are feeling, <laughs> that I could feel it through, you know, like as I went. Wow through the hallway. And when I went into new businesses, like new accounts uh, that I was working on, I could feel whether it was a good place to work or not. Just by mm -hmm. the energy in there, like, ooh, this is not a fun place to work. <laughs> you know? Or wow, this feels like a really fun place to work. You know, like I could, could yeah. feel it in the energy. And all I've done is walked into the lobby. I could just feel the energy in the company. So did you follow your gut on those and stay away from the bad energy ones? Uh, well, at that time, because I was in sales and just getting business and I didn't have to oh. work in it, that I wasn't going to work there. Gotcha. I just was getting the business and, you know, but, but those accounts were not as fun to work with and, yeah. you know, because of it, because I could see they had issues in the company. Yeah. The ones that yeah. had, I could walk in that felt great. They were always fun. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Picking out your um, customers. That's something. Uh, for someone is to work with salespeople and how to pick out their customers using their 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 empath skills, right? <laughs> that would be interesting. Well, I I really love what we've talked about today, and I want to give you an opportunity to share with my guests where they can find you and you know what they can expect if they contact you. 
Sure. Um, they can go to deepaloo.com. That's D is in dog, E, E, P is in paw, A. And the last name is Lou, L-I-U dot com. I think you could probably put it like in the show notes. It, it will be in the show notes. Yeah. Yes. So yes. that's my website that has my art with my spirit guide portals where you can buy high-end reproductions. Also, I have a gift too. If anybody's really looking, like if they're an empath or a highly sensitive person that, especially if you're in business, because the thing I find if you're in business as an uh, empath or highly sensitive person, you need a different kind of coach. If you're using a coach that, you know, is for non-empaths, you're going to struggle because they push, 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 and that doesn't work for empaths and highly sensitive people. But I have a, what I call a next step connection call. So if anybody would really like to just connect with me to find out, like, gee, are we a fit? I'd like to know more about what you do and how you work with people. That would be at deepaloo.com forward slash gift. And they can just awesome. sign up there and it's complimentary, totally, you know, no cost to, to connect with me. That's fantastic. And I'm going to look about seeing, uh, getting some um, spirit guide portal, get, get one, because that sounds fantastic. And, you know, I, even though I do, of course, have my own practices and connections and that kind of thing, I think bringing something in new sometimes that yeah, I have my blind spots, like you've, I think you've said earlier, you know, there's things that I expect to receive and things that I expect to to find when I'm doing my work. So it's a, it would be a great opportunity to actually be open to more and see what else there is. Yeah. So that's, that's great. And um, I'll, I would encourage everyone to go look at the art on Deepa's website. And again, there will be links on my show notes as well and on my website, but uh, it's fantastic. The, the spirit guide portal artwork. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Any last comments or. Oh, well, thank you so much. The last thing I would say just is about environment, you know, as if you're on the spiritual path, we need reminders. And that's why sacred art, spiritual art is so important. Because it's so easy to forget that we're not this physical body, you know, and that spirit's with us 24-7. So I tell people, you really want to look at what's in your environment, whether it's reminding you of the spiritual truth, mm-hmm. whether it's lifting you up or taking you down. Because everything in your, in your home, in your workplace, is energy. And it's either lifting you up or it's taking you down. And you want it to be things that are lifting you up. Yeah, so that's going to help true. you step into your gifts more, into owning your purpose more, you know, into what I want. I want you to shine your light in the world because that's why you're here. Mm-hmm. So that'd Absolutely. be the last little bit of little you know, yeah. thing I would say that I really want to inspire you to step into shining your light. Yes, I uh, I fully agree. Shine your light. Yeah. All right. Thank you again so much. And. I look forward to hopefully talking to you again later sometime if you'd like to come back to the show and we can talk of you know a little further about something else and thank you for being here. Oh you're welcome and yes I'd love to. Okay. All right. Okay, bye-bye everyone. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. That's R-E-V-K-A-R-E-N Podcast.com. 
There you're going to find the tools for finding more meaning and happiness in your own life. Plus, if you have a story that you want to share with me, either on or off the air, be sure to look for that form. Make sure you follow me so you get notified when new episodes drop. And also, I'd love to connect with you in my Facebook group, Connectedness with Rev Karen. So head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. I hope to see you there.